The Devils finally get a win against the Buffalo Sabres. We snap our home game losing streak and we hand Buffalo their 12th straight loss. So what are the main takeaways from this game? Who cares? I'm just happy. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 1.57 a.m. Eastern Time, March the 17th, 2021 at the time of this recording. So, yep, it's another late night session for good old Trey Matthews and recording this episode. But don't worry, guys, the show must go on. I have to admit, I kind of fell asleep after the Devils game, but... I am up now, and I am here to provide you guys the insight as to what happened for the New Jersey Devils. So, if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically did a double whammy episode where I talked about the game against the Islanders and how Jesper Bratt was offsides for the New Jersey Devils in their supposedly game-winning opportunity by P.K. Subban, and my overall analysis was that Jesper Bratt was indeed offsides, and it was only by like a foot or two. Yes, that's unfortunate. Yes, it sucks. You think the referees would just like let the boys play and just say, okay, you know what? We'll just give it to the Devils. But ultimately, the replay did confirm it, and it was really, really, really close. Uh, I compared it to a pitcher grazing the jersey of a batter and being called for the hit-by-pitch. Or in basketball when there's a foul when uh, a player only put his pinky on that respective player. So, yes, it sucks. And, yes, we weren't able to come out with the victory. But at least we got a point. That's all I can say. And, uh, overall, I'm just satisfied that we were able to get something against the Islanders. Because they're on a hot streak right now. And yesterday, I gave you guys my analysis on what the New Jersey Devils need to do differently in order to come out with a victory against the Buffalo Sabres because I told you guys, the Sabres suck right now. They are the lowly Sabres. They're not doing well, and there's a reason why the Sabres are always below us, even though we have given them plenty of opportunities to just get ahead of us and become uh, just one spot better in the standings. But overall, the Sabres have just now lost their 12th straight game And New Jersey was able to finally get a victory. Yes, guys, the New Jersey Devils came out on top in their It Ain't Easy Being Green jerseys. Or uh, the South Pine uh, Jersey Devil type green, whatever the case might be. I did an episode surrounding the green jerseys. I personally like them, and I'm probably the small minority uh, who does. But anyway, that's a discussion for another time. But like I do with every episode... Let's look at the standings out east before we continue. So the Capitals are now atop of the East Division at 19-6-4 with 42 points. The Islanders are right below them at 19-7-4 with 42 points. The Penguins are 18-10-1 with 37 points. The Boston Bruins are 15-8-4 with 34 points. The Flyers are 14-9-3 with 31 points. The Rangers are 11-12-4 with 26 points. The Devils are 9-13-4 with 22 points. And the Sabres drop to 6-18-4 with 16 points. So, 
uh, at least the Devils were able to just finally get a couple points. And actually, guys, they are four points behind the Rangers, but ultimately, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, but I am saying, even though we're counting the Devils out, they do have a chance to, you know, just move up the standings just a little bit if the Rangers sort of do what we did or what the Sabres did, which is just go on a little bit of a losing streak, but that's a discussion for another time. And overall, let's just look at the game for the New Jersey Devils. So uh, Mackenzie Blackwood made 33 saves for the New Jersey Devils, and we handed Buffalo their 12th straight loss at the Prudential Center. So both teams were on a little bit of cold streaks. So obviously you had the Sabres coming into this game uh, losing 11 straight, and then obviously the game was taking place at the Prudential Center, and recently the Devils have been struggling at home because prior to this win, we were like 0 for 10 and 1 uh, at the Prudential Center in our recent stretch of games. So when we're playing at home, we're just not feeling the home cooking. So overall, the New Jersey Devils were able to break that streak. And obviously, I know this is just a bad thing to just be celebrating. But overall, I'm just glad the Devils were finally able to get a win after that heartbreaking loss. But it's not going to get any easier for the New Jersey Devils because tomorrow we're going to have to play the Pittsburgh Penguins. And that's going to be the start of a three-game series. So if you guys remember, uh, we still have not played the Pittsburgh Penguins this season. When we were going to play them, unfortunately, we had our COVID outbreak and we had to suspend operations for about two weeks. So it's really going to be complicated for the New Jersey Devils. And overall, guys, I, I, I do need to take this into consideration because speaking of the COVID outbreak, I do feel as though it has hindered us a little bit. I will do a more in-depth episode about it, but just so uh, you all know, I think it's time to ease back on the New Jersey Devils hating just due to the fact that, um, you know, I, I, I feel as though there, there was just so many factors not going their way in terms of, like, games being played in a week and also just practice time, so overall, we got to take what we could get, and this Buffalo Sabres game is a prime example because you know, it's a very good possibility that this Penguin series could end up like the Islanders series in which we just get maybe a point out of it and we're going to have to be grateful for it. So I'm not expecting the New Jersey Devils to do really much of anything against the Pittsburgh Penguins, especially since, you know, the Penguins are in contention for a playoff position. It's a really close race right now, but they're starting to pull away uh over the Flyers and just the Bruins. So, like, uh, the Bruins are below them with 34 points and the Flyers are below the Bruins with 31 points. So, uh, you know, obviously it's still a foot race. But overall for the New Jersey Devils, uh, this is a game that we had to win. I said it in the last episode because you don't want to just blow these kinds of wins out the door, especially... I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the last episode, but Jack Eichel obviously did not play for the Buffalo Sabres. So, you know, it gives us an opportunity to just take advantage of an Eichel-less uh, Buffalo Sabres team and just overall just do well. And, uh, you know, we did. Now, before we continue, we need to talk about the first live read this morning, and it comes from rockauto.com. And I think uh, the live read starts off with something about chain stores. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership 
or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know I, I already said best of all, but this is even better prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com so i touched on them a little bit in the last episode but uh, Hutton and Omar did not get the nod for the Buffalo Sabres in this game. It was actually Jonas Johansson, and his stats uh, right now currently are not good. So uh, he just played in the seventh game, and his overall record is 0-5-1, was a goals against average of 3.79 and a save percentage of 884. So when I said take advantage of the netminder, they sure did, because in yesterday's episode, I was like, if Hutton's in net, you go at him like a deer in headlights, and if if it's Allmark, who's, you know, really good, then guess what? You you cannot make him look like a Vesna Trophy winner, because I was tired of the New Jersey Devils treating uh, the Buffalo Sabres like a playoff team. I know I repeat myself a lot when I say that, but overall, uh, Johansson, uh, he uh, faced 27 shots, saved 24 of them. And his save percentage was 889 in this game. So uh, I'm just proud that the New Jersey Devils were able to, you know, capitalize on the opportunity right there and just keep handing Buffalo Sabres the L's. And hopefully we can gain some sort of momentum because obviously we're coming off a heartbreaking loss against the Islanders. And now we get a win against the Buffalo Sabres. So Hopefully the momentum is starting to build in the right direction for the New Jersey Devils. But ultimately, let's just look at what happened during the course of the game. So I already talked about Mackenzie Blackwood making 33 saves for the Devils. And Mackenzie Blackwood, slowly but surely, maybe he could get back to what he once was prior to COVID. So uh, after this game, he's played in his 15th game. His uh, win-loss record is 6-8-1. He has a goals against average of 3.05 and a save percentage of 9.03. So still on pace to have his worst goals against average during uh, the course of his career. And also his worst save percentage. But hopefully with, uh, you know, 25 games left in the season or so. Like, I'm not really good at math. I know I'm going to regret just uh, what I just said because... Uh, The season is briskly going by, especially with the amount of games that the New Jersey Devils have to play. But hopefully Mackenzie Blackwood can keep building on, uh, you know, good performances like this and just overall help the Devils go in the right direction. But, you know, that that's obviously asking for a lot right now. And, you know, I got to just be fair. So uh, Miles Wood scored on a power play goal at the 452 mark of the third period to give the Devils a three to two lead redirecting Jesper Brat's shot from just inside the blue line. So I really thought Jesper Brat got the uh, goal for the New Jersey Devils. And 
ultimately, I regret uh, tweeting what I tweeted out because, like I said, I, I, I thought it was Jesper Bratt who, who scored the goal and not Miles Wood. And I was just like, yes, Jesper, that's how you do it. That's how you have a short-term memory because if you guys remember in the last episode, I told you that Jesper Bratt was called for the offsides that had uh, P.K. Subban's ultimate game-winning goal waved off. So I was like, you know, from uh, being called offsides to uh, get, potentially getting the game-winning goal because, like I said, it was the 4.52 mark of period number three. So a lot could still happen for the New Jersey Devils. But ultimately, I was confident that was the game-winning goal. And I was right, but unfortunately, they credited to Miles Wood. So, uh, you know, ultimately, I'm proud that Jesper Brat still made an effort to just redeem himself because, guys, that happens in sports a lot where you feel like you costed your team the respective game. No one was really blaming Jesper Brat. If anything, we were supporting him by saying, come on, he was barely off sides. Why would you call that? Just let us have this one. The Islanders don't need any more luck. But uh, unfortunately, it just didn't go uh, in our right direction. But... Uh, yeah, I was I was proud of Jesper, but unfortunately the 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 goal was just credit to Miles Wood. But uh, let's talk about the power play though. The Devils were finally able to capitalize on a power play opportunity. So I, I'm just glad that we got that power play. So you would think that's what I would be talking about, but no, I'm talking about Jesper Brat and just uh, overall just his redirect shot and. Oh, man, uh, I, I'm just glad we got that power play goal. That's like taking a monkey off your back. Like, ultimately, I always said the Jersey Devils won't do anything in the power play. But overall, Miles Wood looks a lot more confident this year. And I think uh, most of it has to do with Lindy Ruff's uh, coaching. So let me know what you guys think. Does Miles Wood look more confident and more determined? So Miles Wood is piling up the goals this year, and he looks a lot better uh, playing for with the Devils this season. So, that was an X factor that I didn't really expect, but I think Miles Wood deserves a, a lot more love and a lot more credit than what he's being given right now. So Sammy Votnin and Igor Sharangovich scored a goal for the Devils. And uh, yeah, I love Sharangovich, as you guys know. And Votnin, we've been on him the last couple of episodes as well because uh, the defense hasn't been so good for the New Jersey Devils. But overall, at least Votnin was able to just help the Devils score. So Ultimately, it was just a great effort uh, by the Devils to just get this win. So Sharon Govich scored for a second straight game with a snapshot from the high slot to give the Devils the one nothing lead and put them on the board. So overall, I was just glad that the Devils were able to strike first because I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen Devils Twitter just say, one nothing them. I was getting really frustrated to see. So Sharon Govich for getting that first goal of the game really does wonders for me. I know it's a little thing, but my my just uh, frustration was just one nothing them, two nothing them. Not how like we want to start the game. And I was just tired of seeing that on social media. I I even tweeted at one point. I was like, if I had a nickel for every time you guys said that, I would be rich. So. Votnin scored his first goal of the season, uh, like I said a little uh, moments ago, that he was able to get a goal this game as well. So overall, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm just glad that we got the win. That's all I can say. I'm satisfied that we got the damn victory. So uh, I, I, I need some energy to help me celebrate because like I told you guys, I'm recording this episode late night, so I'm a little tired. But 
overall uh, i'm gonna celebrate with a built bar okay let's continue wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i forgot to mention it's march madness and you still need to vote for your favorite built bar flavor okay let me provide you guys some more information it's time for the second live read this morning okay everybody we've heard of march madness for basketball but have you heard of march madness for built bar so we have been telling you about built bar the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now Built Bar is an amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar March Madness. So come on, head over to Built Bar's website and vote for your favorite flavor of Built Bar, and hopefully they advance in the bracket, similar to how college basketball March Madness works. So vote as many times as you possibly can, and hopefully your flavor advances. Personally, I'm a huge fan of chocolate and caramel, and I also love brownies because I'm always cooking brownies with my mother. So those are two of my favorite flavors, but hopefully uh, your favorite personal flavor can advance to the next round as well. So remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off of your next order. Again, that is LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Man, I love Built Bar so much. Okay, time for the third live reading this morning, and it comes from betonline.ag. Much madness, baby! <laughs> I love doing that. College basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs, so BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody okay guys let's continue with the show we are done with live reads for this morning however i do want to mention one thing so Obviously, the last two live reads, we were talking about March Madness-themed content, but you can actually join Locked On's Bracket Tournament Challenge. Uh, The link for that will be in the description of this episode, so fill out your bracket and compete with all the hosts of Locked On. So let's continue with the show. So uh, before I give a rating for this game for the New Jersey Devils, let's look at some stats, shall we? So the shots on goal differential... 35-37 35-37 to 37 in favor of the Buffalo Sabres. Face-off percentage, 61% uh, to the Buffalo Sabres. 39% to the New Jersey Devils. Power play opportunity. Our penalty kill uh, was able to kill off two power plays against the Sabres. And we were able to capitalize on one of our power plays. So uh, we were 1-3 for three in that instance. The, the Sabres were 0-2. Uh, hits 25 in favor of the Buffalo Sabres, 19 to the New Jersey Devils. Blocks 8 to 6 in favor of the Sabres once again. Giveaways 9 to 7 in favor of the Devils. So 
overall just we should be satisfied with those numbers but like I said it's against the Sabres they were Jack Eichel-less uh they didn't have Allmark playing so uh, ultimately, uh, yes, it's a victory, and we just gotta take that. I'm not even gonna put a butt for that. So, uh, before I give this rating, I do need to give you guys some breaking news. So, remember in the last episode where I talked about Nico Heijer potentially returning very soon? Well, I kinda lied. So, uh, they released a press release, uh, this morning about his, uh, severity of his injury, what he's going through right now. So, the, the captain is expected to be out three weeks after having surgery Monday to repair a frontal sinus fracture. So, ultimately, we are going to be without Heijer for another three weeks. And, uh, ultimately, he's going to be out for a full calendar month. So, that really sucks for the New Jersey Devils. We just cannot catch a break. I really thought when Amanda Stein said he would be returning soon, I really thought it would be in the next couple of games. I was just like, oh, he must have miraculously not have gotten hurt that bad from that puck and you know made a full recovery and is able to return to on ice participation in uh, a few days or a few games whatever the case might be he might miss a week but I didn't expect three weeks so I'm sorry guys but yeah uh, we're gonna be without Heijer for a good while and also another fact he's been a silent x-factor for the New Jersey Devils he's kind of fallen under the radar due to him being demoted to the taxi squad sometimes due to him just not giving the same amount of love but the forward Yanni Kwokinen had an assist on Vatnin's goal, and that extended his point streak to five games, four goals, and two assists. So Kwokinen deserves some more love, and I'm actually going to write an article about him for the hockey writers as well because, like I said, Kwokinen deserves all the love he can possibly get because uh, if you guys missed the last episode, I basically talked about some other great stats for Kwokinen and just how he ranked amongst other New Jersey Devils rookie players in past history. So uh, Kwokinen is actually a silent X factor for us, and I think he's uh, solidified why he deserves to stay at the NHL level. So overall for the New Jersey Devils, we were able to capitalize on a power play. Uh, you know, we built some momentum going our way. Um, sometimes there were some growing pains uh, against the Sabres, yes, and we do need to keep in mind that uh, a couple of their key guys were not playing against us, and um, yeah, but ultimately, we got the win, and that's what's most important for the New Jersey Devils, and uh, the fact that our specialty teams actually did pretty decent this game really says something. Uh, I told you guys in the last episode that Taylor Hall was kind of on a run for the Buffalo Sabres the last five games, so we kept him in check when he returned to the Prudential Center, so Overall, uh, uh, oh, oh, wait, I forgot a few other key points. Mackenzie Blackwood, you know, did relatively well this game. And, uh, and Kwokinen is the silent X factor for the New Jersey Devils. So, yeah, just a lot of turning tables for the New Jersey Devils in this game. We hand Buffalo their 12th straight loss. We snap our losing streak at the Prudential Center. And, uh, yeah, just overall, just a lot of moving pieces for the New Jersey Devils. So, this is going to be really difficult to determine, but... Ultimately, I am going to give the New Jersey Devils a solid B because here's why. Some of you might think it's a little high, but here, here, here's the thing. We need something to go our way, and we got it going our way. For the first time in a long time, I said the Devils need to win this game, and they did so. They had some momentum in the last game against the Islanders. It just didn't go their way. And um, they were able to redeem themselves, and they had a short memory. They didn't put their heads down. They didn't give up because I've been seeing a lot of give up from the New Jersey Devils recently. But overall, I'm just glad that they were able to fight back. Uh, a lot of key guys were able to fight back. Uh, you know, I thought Jesper Bratt was the one who got that goal and not uh, Miles Wood. But ultimately, Miles Wood was credited with it. So 
Uh, but, you know, Jesper Brad, I loved his aggressiveness. Mackenzie Blackwood did relatively well when he returned, uh, you know, back to uh, starting netminder for the New Jersey Devils because in the last game it was Scott Wedgwood who got the nod against the Islanders. And uh, like I said, specialty teams did relatively well. Uh, the power play opportunity was there for the Sabres twice, but we were able to kill it off. And we were able to capitalize on a power play ourselves after like, oh, for something. I don't, I don't know what the case might be, but ultimately it was a long time for the New Jersey Devils. But uh, yeah, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Devils finally get a win and we, you know, just approve our record just a little bit and get some points on the board. But Anyway, let me know what you guys think on Twitter. Hit me up on Locked on Devils or my personal account, TreyMat4. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening, and let's prepare against the Pittsburgh Penguins.